Ronnie, how you doing? It's Jerry Ramsey here in Oklahoma City. Jerry, nice to talk to you this time. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? We sit here and we're trying to do some uh, some fancy stuff on these computers, and uh, I think I think you know how it goes. If you've had any sort of problems with computers, you know how it goes. Oh my God, live by technology and die by technology, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being so gracious about it. Thank you so much for putting up with this. My pleasure. I have to tell you, you are getting a very unique interview right now because I'm actually speaking to you live from the driver's seat of my GMC pickup truck because I have my roof is being roofed right now. <laughs> and it sounds like a drum clinic and no one's playing in time. <laughs> I say, You know what? That's that acid jazz stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's really funny you say that uh, because reading up on you, I mean, you're just an everyday like handyman, 18-wheel driving uh, guy that loved Kansas. And the next thing you know, you're the lead singer uh, for people that haven't heard it. And I know you probably get sick of telling it, but I mean, just kind of tell us a story about how one day you, you know, love, you know, love Kansas. And next thing you know, you're the lead singer. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's still, even after eight and a half years, it's still a surreal story. Uh, my friend Dina, who happens to be Dennis DeYoung's niece, Dennis DeYoung, formerly of Styx, uh, just messaged me one day knowing what a crazy, insane Kansas fan I am. And, you know, she said, did you see this? And it was the announcement of Steve's retirement. And just on a whim, I messaged Rich William on Facebook and long story short, five days later, I found myself the lead singer of Kansas. I read up that I think one of your first uh, one of your first performances was actually here in Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, a city that's close to my heart now. <laughs> <laughs> gracious, gracious fans there, because you know my first gig. You know, I didn't know if they were going to welcome me with open arms or you know, hey, let's get a rope and lynch this guy. No, <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was great. It was great. It was a, a fun gig. And I, I'm telling you, it's, it's hard to believe that that was eight and a half years now. I mean, it really has gone by like a blink, and a blink of an eye. And Kansas has just been fantastic. It's so much fun. And it really comes down to, I, I really do love the music. And then whenever you talk about, you know, uh, going up there for the first time, and, and I'm sure you're way past it now, but just, you know, like you said, you love Kansas, and you loved uh, their music and, and what have you, but whenever you get up there and you take the mic for the first time and you're looking around, I mean, did, did you forget some of the lyrics to some of them, or were you just so focused in that you pretended everybody was in their underwear and you just nailed it? <laughs> oh, that guy shouldn't be wearing those. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I had an unfair advantage uh, because uh, all of my cover bands played Kansas songs and not just Carry On and Point. Uh, a, a few of my bands re really played deep cut Kansas stuff. Uh, so I had an unfair advantage of preparation, I should say. And uh, although I will say, you know, it's a little different when you're singing a Kansas song and you're the lead singer of Kansas. There is another element added there. Uh, but it's, you know, I know the, the music so well that it's, it's, it's muscle memory is what it is. Uh, and uh, uh, of course, uh, my main concern was not only uh, 
pleasing the audience, but making sure my, my bandmates were happy with my performance. No, absolutely. Have you had a chance to talk to some of these other guys that are in legacy bands that uh, are, you know, they're they're the lead singers, but they're having to sing the classic songs that other guys have played. Obviously, Journey is one of those. I think I saw Foreigner uh, a month back or so. They have another guy that's Yeah, Kelly. Boy, Kelly kills it. So... I mean, the chops are there. I mean, the, the, there's no there's no doubt that you guys have the chops, but there's still like an element that, uh, you know, you're filling in some shoes and, and, and you respect it, but still, I mean, you got to hit those notes. Uh, right. You know, and it's, uh, I guess, you know, I've been, I've been blessed with the ability to sing a few high notes, but, uh, you know, talking about, the, you know, guys in my position, it, it really is an exclusive club. Uh, that I belong to with, you know, Arnell, of course, Funning, Funning Journey and Kelly Hansen uh, with Foreigner, Tommy DiCarlo doing Boston. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I think a lot of people think, forget that, that Brian Johnson is the, lead, the second lead singer to ACDC, right. you know, yeah. uh, they, they had so much success with, with Brian. I, I, I think people forget that Bon Scott was the original singer. Uh, and, and of course, unless you're a hardcore ACDC fan, but it, it really is a, a very thin, exclusive club that I belong to. And it's, you know, it's, it's really a, it's not a million to one. It's a billion to one shot, you know, that yeah. uh, I, I'm sure those guys were big fans. I'm sure Kelly was a big fan of Foreigner and Arnell was a big fan of Journey, but I'll, I'll really uh, place the bet that I was a bigger fan of Kansas than those guys were of their respective bands. Whenever you, you know, get on the road now, you know, you go from driving trucks one day to being, you know, the lead singer of a, a legacy band. Uh, you see it like, you know, we, we have only talked to you for a couple of minutes. You seem like a down to earth guy or whatever. Has your lifestyle changed? I mean, d- can you go to uh, AutoZone and just pick up a quart of oil nowadays or, you know, how are things different for you? Yeah, you know, I, I I think that's a misconception from uh, from a lot of people because when you're outside of the element, of course, when I'm playing a show and there's people there to see Kansas, you know, uh, of course I'm recognized. It's so strange to have uh, what, what's the word anonymity? Sure. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I go to <laughs> I go to the grocery store and I, I go to Walmart, you know, or any other restaurant. And no one really knows uh, who I am when I'm outside of the element. And, and it, every once in a while, someone will recognize me. But, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the things about Kansas is, it, you know, it, it really is about the music in Kansas and not the individual players, as opposed to like, it, you know, when someone in the band is such a, uh, a visual personality, you know, like uh, take Steven Tyler from Aerosmith or, you know, David Lee Roth, when those guys in their heyday, you know, they couldn't go out in public and not be recognized. So I'm, I'm kind of like in a good position, you know, (laughs) and that could go either way. So, you know, sometimes it's a good thing to be recognized or sometimes it's not so good. So uh, I'm in a good position good middle ground 
Uh, talk to me about the set list right now. Obviously, you guys have incredible, I mean, just uh, earth-shattering legacy hits. We all know them. Uh, you know, Dust in the Wind and Carry On, uh, My Wayward Son, all that, all that stuff. But what, what kind of mix do you guys put with some of the, the newer material? Um, like, kind of tell me about your set list. In every set list that we do, uh, we really try to uh, span the entire library of Kansas. Uh, you know, like we've been doing Can I Tell You Now for a while, because not only is it on, you know, another fork in the road, the, the latest CD set that's out, you know, celebrating the 50th anniversary of Kansas. But, you know, we're doing everything from the first album and we try to touch on everything all the way up to Absence. And, and we're just we're so proud of Absence. And we've been doing Throwing Mountains now. Uh, so, well, since we got back on the road. Uh, from the pandemic and uh, God, we're just so proud of that song and the latest album. We can't not do something from that album and not do something from prelude. And we really try to hit the entire library. And it's also what I've always said. Don't put the the duty of making the set list in my hands because, uh, it would be a five hour show because there's just too many. It's funny. There's so many songs that even in my eight and a half years in the band, there's still so many songs that I would love to play live that we haven't yet. And and that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. No, that's awesome. You you nailed that right there. And I was going to say too, that people don't know this because there were, you know, the big hits were so big and so uh, accessible that Kansas, as far as musicianship goes, especially when, whenever they were in the seventies, they were as prog rock as anybody. They could hang with, uh, you know, with, with the best of them, like, yes. And those guys, as far as that, do you guys ever, do do you take time and, and maybe, you know, play around and uh, indulge yourself in a little jam, maybe a little 10, 15 minute jam every now and then? Oh, absolutely. You know, when we're uh, sound checking and, you know, uh, sometimes little Almond Brothers comes out or, you know, uh, uh, a little Motown comes out every now and then, you know, it's just, it's so, it would probably freak people out to see Kansas do like a Motown song now, you know, but, uh, you know, when you're, when you're in a band of, of such well-rounded musicians, uh, your mind wanders and you really, you know, someone will start playing a riff from some song and everybody jumps in, you know, just even if it's only for a minute or two, it's just, it's so much fun, but it goes to show the the talent of the guys in the band can really play anything. All right. I got one last one for you here. And I I think that I'd really do appreciate your time and putting up with the technical difficulties at the beginning there. Uh, But I, obviously, I mean, we have, we have it in every single business we do. Uh, whenever you became a member of the band and you guys were touring, do you have an OS moment? Like, Oh S man, we're rubbing elbows with this guy. And this, you know, this guy was obviously, you know, one of your, you know, your idols. And then did you have a moment where you're like, I belong here and I'm, you know, I'm just as good as that guy right there. Do you have a couple of those? Well, you know, one really sticks out in my mind. Uh, and I've met, it's it's so funny that I've meeting meeting what kind of English do I have? <laughs> I've met so many people in the business that I I spent my a good portion of my life in cover bands doing their music, and you know and now I'm now I'm sitting across 
from them at the catering table, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it's kind of wild, but you realize that they're just normal people. But I will tell you, on the uh, Legends cruise, I was starstruck by Roger Daltrey. Okay. And he, he was just such a nice guy and just really just, I, I mean, I went to his show and he was just so good. And Pete Townsend's son was playing acoustic guitar and, and sang going mobile and sounded exactly like Pete. Uh, but just we were in the stairwell and we're going down, uh, to do our show and Roger just got done doing his and we passed each other in the stairwell. And it's like, to me, that's the upper echelon of rock God, you know, just that supreme legend status. Uh, I was really starstruck by that, uh, but it, it is, it's so nice, uh, to, to meet so many people. Uh, and, and you know, it's part, pardon my, my Wayne and Garth, you know, I'm, it's like the, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. You know, yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really how I feel 90% of the time, you know, cause, uh, it's, it, it is surreal to just take a step back and, and like I said, even after eight and a half years to, to see where I am and to think of the places that uh, the band has uh, taken me is really surreal. All right. Well, I really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here. Can't wait to see you in Shawnee. Uh, it's going to be the uh, Heart of Oklahoma Exposition Center in Shawnee on February. Not February March, March 17th. 17th I am March 17th. Mar- Friday, March seventeenth. That's is that uh, St. Patrick's Day? Is it? Oh Uh-oh. my gosh! There you Gr- go. Green yeah. beer, green beer all night long, and enjoy Kansas, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> How can you go wrong? Thank you so much, Ronnie. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Have a great day. We'll see you March seventeenth. Yes, sir. Thank you. Carry on.